0: Following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee.
1: Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radio Land. Greetings, salutations. Hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland. From the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 403. Studio A, where we always are. Hope it's going well for you. I'm glad this past week is behind us. It's been a it's been a bit of a rough week, as uh, as the uh, last week's episode will in, will indicate to you. So that's, there's that. Uh, on that note, uh, this uh, this coming Friday, of course, today is the 14th of November. That's the date of production here. Uh, not that it really matters, Well, it kind of does because there's a little time sensitive information for you on uh, the 19th of November, which is coming up this Friday, uh, see here 6 PM central time. Uh, there will be a celebration of life for Diana Fryer that will happen on the air at radio Memphis.com. Uh, the whole crew will be there and there will be, uh, I don't know, stuff, things, music, apparently, uh, the band super Flat is going to be playing later toward the end of the night. You know, we're just going to have a an, an upbeat, uh, you know, celebration is what it is. It's a party. Uh, you know, uh, it's what kind of what you do to celebrate the the life of uh, of our colleague Diana Fryer who uh, who lost her life to cancer. Uh, there'll be a lot more of that uh, on the air, of course, this coming Friday. So tune in for that. That'll be uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And I uh, got members of her family going to come around, and uh, it'll be more fun than the law allows as as usual. It'll be good to bring the party scene back because, you know, we are kind of getting back into a post pandemic type of world here in a a roundabout way. Of course, I guess a lot of that, a lot of that depends on where you are in the world. Uh, Germany is uh, having problems, Austria, parts of Europe. It turns out there's anti-vaxxers everywhere. You're not going to control me. (laughs) Spoken in whatever language that might come in. That's uh, that's that's kind of the thing. So that's kind of what we're going to get into this time out. Uh, not the anti-vaxxers, and I know in the, in the in the promo last week it said something about you know the political arena. We'll touch on it, but I'm not going to get all politic all, all politicky. I know it's everywhere we go, and the past uh, four years have certainly been well. The past five years have been filled with it. How can we miss you if you won't go away? It's one of those deals, and we'll we'll have it. We'll have a we'll have a, cha- we'll have a chat about uh, some crazy stuff, and and we'll start off with a pretty a fairly amusing story uh, about a man. Uh, and apparently, this is a thing. Uh, this is uh, up in uh, the uh, mid upper Midwest. I think from like New York all the way to Chicago. That whole area right in through there is filled with people like I'm going to tell you about here in just a minute. It's kind of amusing, kind of interesting, and that's what it is this time out. Uh, we'll pause. We'll be back in a few moments, in about a minute or so, and uh we'll we'll have a chat, shall we? Right here from Radioland. Don't go away. Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling. The complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day. And for as little as $199 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as $1 day. Large or small bathrooms, if you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 855-380-5703. 380 5703 that's 855 380 5703 you know it's amusing i uh was uh sitting here a moment ago uh my my phone was has been busy it's you know it's just it's just been busy messages and texts and emails and notifications and oh hey this is happening this is happening oh hey hey rick can you do this uh, hey uh i'm going to do that uh blah 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 and you know that's all well and good that's you know, i'm not bitching I'm not bitching about that, but but I will tell you, I although I've I've never been held hostage, I have been in a group text before, and I'm in one now, <laughs> and it's all good. Uh, it's just there's an enormous amount of conversation that's going on here, and it does sort of involve me. So it's just it's like wow. If I set this, which I'm, I'm looking at my phone now, but I'm about to set this thing down and uh, put it face down someplace where I I'm not going to be uh, encouraged to look at it. It won't light up. It won't do any of that stuff. So I can sit here and devote my time to you people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I want to tell you a story about, uh, this is, a, this is really more about, uh, I know it's, it's, it's about a guy. It's about a man, uh, but apparently it's what this man does or did. I think he's dead now. And, uh, it apparently pointed to, uh to something that that's rather common, and what I'm talking about here is about a, is is about a man. I believe he was from, like Chicago area. You know, living in the basement of a brownstone, older guy. You know, and it came up this whole this whole story came. I don't even know the guy's name. Somebody had posted a picture of this old guy. He may have been a relative of someone. I'm not really quite sure. This was on Reddit, and uh, it was it was a picture of this old guy sitting at his at his table. Like his kitchen table. I think a place like that didn't have a dining room. So it was like a kitchen, a kitchen table. And, uh, it, you know, and it was everything. It was, the picture was probably from the old mid to late 70s, judging by the decor and the fact that the colors in the photograph have been so uh, subtle and muted because it's an old picture. It was that. Uh, was it harvest gold i think was was the was the picture of you know the stuff the browns um not cleveland the the color the browns the, lots of browns in the kitchen um the uh was it the avocado green type thing that harvest brown was that what it was not harvest gold harvest i don't know it was the 70s were rough man and uh decor wise I thought, oh my god and it was all so i it was a picture that when you looked at it you could smell it you know what i mean and here's this picture of this old guy, and he's uh, he's sitting there with a cup of coffee and uh he's you know, reading a paper or something, and it's some guy's uncle or grandfather maybe or just some neighbor. It was a guy that the guy who was a relative of the man who took the photograph was like this this old cranky old guy was in the neighborhood for years and he was an institution and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, the it was just a, a little slice of a stranger's life, right? And uh, the guy that posted it, the original poster of this thing, said that uh, the old guy, let's call him Benny, old man Benny here had a rather peculiar habit, and that was (laughs) every day without fail, every stinking day without fail, he would eat, he would consume one spoonful of A Vicks VapoRub. He didn't rub it on himself. He didn't rub it on his chest or under his nose. He stuck a spoon in that jar and put that stuff on the spoon and then put that whole spoon and that stuff in his mouth and licked it off and ate it. Every day of his life. And then it goes on to say he never went to a doctor. Of course, the old guy's dead. Uh... I, who knows why I, it could have been the Vicks that did him in. I, I'm not not quite sure. I mean, it's a petroleum product, so there's that. And the 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 was it eucalyptus or menthol or whatever that's in Vicks that makes Vicks do what it do. Uh, like I said, you could smell that picture. And if you've ever been around Vicks, you could smell it right now. You're just listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. And you know when when I read that, I I my I, my, my my immediate thought was. Well, that's just fucking disgusting. That's, you know, that's odd. Granted, he's never been, he'd never had to go to a doctor. I think he dealt with a doctor twice in his life, the day he was born and the day he died. And he may not even have been present for that last, that last meeting. I don't know. I don't really care. It's an interesting thought. Well, as the thread began to unfold, it turned out that the consumption of Vicks Rub. On a spoon in one's mouth to swallow and eat is a thing, particularly of people in the upper midwest or or like from the the north you know the northern Atlantic seaboard, like you know, from New York, Maine, Vermont, all that stuff, down to Massachusetts maybe even washington and and westward, you know, through Pennsylvania and you know Wisconsin, and you know into uh, you know dairy land and up all the way into Illinois. And I don't think it goes much further south than, like, you know, the, the end of Illinois. It's a, I've never heard of that. Of course, I live in Memphis, been here a long time. I grew up in Texas, been there a long time. I was born in Louisiana, I was there for a short amount of time. But still, in in, the, in, in all of this, and all of my travels, and all of the places I've been in the world, I had never heard of such a thing. And apparently, it's a thing. People eat Vicks Vapo Rub. They swear by it. I don't understand. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, I know it's a quack cure, like of anything else. Hey, I'm taking ivermectin to keep the COVID away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that though. This was like preventative for everything. You know, the 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 eating of Vaseline with menthol in it is what supposedly. What? It never went to a doctor. By God. Well, he died at the age of seventy two, but he never went to a doctor. By God. <sighs> and that's a thing. And, and it kind of, I think it illustrates kind of what I wanted to get into today a little bit about how people are perceived to be, you know, kind of crazy, you know, and I'm not talking like um, clinically crazy. I know that's probably, you know, uh, not a very politically correct term. I don't care. I'm not here to do that. Politic, uh, you know, politically crazy is, is is its own animal. And that's why I said at the top of this thing that I, that I was going to talk a little politics here because you know, look. This be fair. Uh, since the last guy that was in the White House, all the way up to today, there is uh, that's you want to talk some crazy talk. There's people that, dude. There are people that actually there was a there were hundreds of them that descended onto Dealey Plaza in Dallas, Texas, the place where JFK got his head blown off, and they had a rally down. It was a QAnon thing, great, and they solemnly believed that while they were there, JFK Jr. was going to show up in Dealey Plaza and announce that he was going to be the running mate for Donald Trump. I am not making that up. It's it's insane. Notwithstanding the fact that JFK Jr. was a, was a Democrat. Okay, there's that. And let's get over the 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 big gorilla in the room. He's dead. He's been dead for God knows how long twenty something years. He's been dead. He killed his wife and 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 her friend uh, when he was flat attempting to fly a plane, I should say, because it was pilot error all the way through. And it was unfortunate they died in a plane crash. That's just all it was. And they think that this this guy's going to come back and and run <laughs> with Trump. And uh, when that when that story broke, the first thought that came to my mind was, do you think? That perhaps there's somebody that's sitting there in their office, at their home, wherever, in front of a computer, as you do. And you come up with this this thing. Let's see. I wonder if they'll if I say this. I wonder if somebody'll buy into it. And then they'll have a rally, even though it's completely it's just total horseshit. Do you think they would do that? You think you think it would? Of course they would. That's exactly how that works. That's precisely what's going on. There are people that are dumb enough to buy into anything that, that that they see, think, feel, that somebody says something that they happen to agree with, they go, oh, yeah, look, well, well look, JFK Jr., he, he faked his death to get away from that harpy woman, and he's been laying low for the past 20-something years, so he could run as Donald Trump's vice president. Uh-huh. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. When you hear that kind of stuff, that's the first thing that comes to mind. That's crazy talk. And you know these are the same people that, that believe, of course, that that the Supreme Court is going to reinstate Donald Trump as president. Um, it was going to be uh, now. Now it's I think it's now it's after the first of the year, but it was supposed to be around Thanksgiving. I think it was. Whatever. I mean, th- this crazy thing has gotten out of control. It's this crazy talk. It's everywhere. Okay. It's not just you know. It's it, it, I'm taking the ivermectin. Okay. It's those guys. These are the people who, I did my own research. Uh, Yeah, through what, Facebook? Did you you kneel down and worship at the altar of Joe Rogan, by chance? Because that is one big pile of crazy right there. And it's not even funny. I mean, there's one thing about being a comic, being a comedian, with, you know, look, uh, George Carlin, a, a very famous comedian, who said a lot of interesting things. A lot of it was contradictory of itself, of course, but it was stuff to make you think. That was the whole point. That's how he operated. That was, that, was the, that was the reason George Carlin did what he did. He was what they called an observant comic. Joe Rogan is a hack. I'll flat out say it. I don't give a shit. I don't know the man. Never met the man. Don't particularly care for the guy. I think his show is a bit weird, but that's just me. Frankly, he's a bit weird, and I think Spotify really did some weird shit by throwing a bunch of money at him to make him their god. I thought that was kind of crazy, too. Because, you know, Spotify is trying to be the Netflix of audio. They're competing against TuneIn, which is weird. And some of you may be listening to this very show on Spotify, which, okay, that's great. Thank you. Some of you bastards have listening to it on um, iHeart. And I'll have you know that this show was never authorized to be on iHeart's platform. Never asked to be there. They just took it. So there there you go. That's how they operate. But nevertheless, I, 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 I digress the the inundation of the crazy talk that we're listening to the, these days is it's, it's suffocating it really is at first and it's really weird from my point of view as a as a personality my own self and as somebody who's on the air every day it does if at the very beginning let me say it this way at the very beginning when these ridiculous conspiracy theories and these these crazy bits of conversation were happening I thought well this is this is fun. It's the jokes are writing themselves. It'll be easy to poke fun at these individuals because they are clearly unhinged and they are clearly not with it and they're pretty much like Trump said, I love the uneducated because they're fun to make fun of. Willful ignorance is a thing and that's and that's become more and more mainstream. That's the problem. It's like, "Well, I don't want to know that. Why are you telling me this? I don't want to know that." I don't know, I've never understood that. I don't want to know this. I don't want to learn about this cuz cuz it goes against their points of view about things. Well, if I if I learned about that, that goes against everything I've ever been told. Whether it's true or not. So this talk became at first a bit amusing and then it got to be overwhelming to the point where I I can't I can't live like this. I really cannot deal with this and over the past well during the last administration uh sitting there watching this unfold and it, you know of course a lot of it didn't really come from him although he did say some pretty stupid things but it still does quite frankly that's just you know that's kind of kind of what that is it was the it was the other people that were taking that taking these statements that came from from Donald Trump and then running with it and and making it worse than what it really was and that that became a bit of a complicated issue because then it was, wow, okay, it, it started out being silly. It started out being kind of dumb, like a whole lot of dumb. And then it's turned into, holy Jesus, this is actually happening? You people actually believe this? And it's made out like, like, it, like this was strictly, like the entire country believed this, which is not the case, clearly. I mean, it... <laughs> It's not, it's not that way at all. That'd be ridiculous. It's, 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 no, it's about 30% of America though. It's a sizable, it's a sizable number. It's about the same number of people who don't want to get the vaccine because they think they're being tracked by Bill Gates. I mean, it's, that's that, it's that kind of dumb shit. Nevertheless, it's happening and there's people that are, that are, that are saying this stuff and you know, you have to kind of, well, OK, this is uh, so this is new. We're doing this now. This, OK, well, <laughs> we're going to have to listen to this for a little while longer, I guess. And I was, you know, I've, I've kind of gone along with everybody else was just kind of shaking my head at most of this and doing what I can to debunk a lot of this. You know, like I'm no font of knowledge by any means, but I do read and I read everything I you know everything that comes my way. I take a look at it, whether I agree with it or not. I look at it and see what's going on out there. And look, make no mistake the current the current guy uh, Biden uh, and I'm not not a fan. I, he's better than the last guy for sure, but you know he's also inherited quite the mess. And, and that was a that was a known thing. And I'm not going to get into all that any further than what that is because that's just better left for what happens in the voting booth. All right, so we'll leave it at that. But the problem being is that uh, we're inundated with so much material, and I blame social media for a lot of this, and of course the internet because that's just kind of the way that works. You know, that makes perfect sense to me. I totally understand that. When you are exposed to so much information, whether you agree with it or not, it can cause your opinion to skew uh, into the realm of the ridiculous. And that's part of the problem. You know, there, there, there are stories, I, I, I see these all the time, these stories of, of people, young people, right, who who had basically become estranged from their parents because their parents became like QAnon supporters, you know, or they would, you know, well, we're not, no one in this house is getting the vaccine. God damn it. Just gonna, you're just going to, you're going to, you're not going to do that to my kid, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, the kids are going out behind their parents' backs and they're getting the shot because they know they've been taught. They understand You know, you have to, I I love giving, I love giving the younger generation shit. I I think we all do. We all have a lot of fun with it because the the generations in front of us did the same thing to us. I mean, that's just kind of the way that works. I mean, the shit rolls downhill. Eventually it's going to pile up somewhere, but that's just kind of how it works. But you have to hand it to the, you have to hand it to the kids now. These days, these kids, these days, they kind of have their shit together. They really do. It doesn't seem like it because. They do stupid shit because that's what that's what people do, right? And they have very strange proclivities, and that's fine. All right, whatever, you know. I'm never going to own a home. I'm going to rent for the rest of my life, and it's a it's a dumb argument to have, but yeah, you know, whatever. I don't know how to cook. Okay, great. You know, although you should, <laughs> you should learn. And the Great Resignation is all part of this generation, and I, I think this is all fantastic stuff that is happening. It really is because these kids. They've had enough of what the old people have done to this place. And here's something else about all of this is that I thought for the longest time, I mean for the past 4 years, past 5 years I thought this was basically strictly an American thing. Yeah, I'm talking about the dumb shit. I'm talking about the ridiculousness, the the uh uh the 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 crazy talk. I thought that was practically its own thing that that came from an American uh, voice because it's it's about as American as it gets. Until I had a conversation with our friend uh, uh, Susie Campbell and, uh, 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 excuse me, uh, Susie Starlight and Simon Campbell. They're with the Starlight Campbell band. They were on the air with us uh, Friday. And they live in Portugal right now. And they told me about, you know, the way things, and and just the, the, the ridiculousness that's going on, specifically around this pandemic, that it's not an American thing. There's insanity all over the world regarding this, and it's the same. It's the same discussion. And they just swap out the names. It's not that Bill Gates is going to be tracking you with the vaccine and the microchips and all that other shit. It's somebody else. It's some guy that runs a telephone company or something like that is tracking your shit. It's it's what it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. That's why right now in Austria they're about to go into a lockdown. Their fourth wave is that right? Fourth wave or fifth wave? Something like that of of COVID, because of the unvaccinated, and that's been a talk that we've heard of. What is this November? Uh, we heard about this phrase. I think back in uh, I want to say May or June that there will be a pandemic of the unvaccinated, meaning that those of us who heeded professional advice, paid attention to science, you know, talked to people. Yes, do your own research to a point, um, but everywhere but Facebook, have the intelligent discussions that are necessary to have these things and understand what was involved with the vaccine. I spoke with doctors. I spoke with nurses. Seriously, I've had these conversations. The day I went to get my first shot, I sat down and I asked the nurse, is it natural to be hesitant about this sort of thing? And she said, absolutely. So I get that. But you're better off having it. I'm glad I did get it. I'm glad I got the vaccine. I got both fully vaccinated. May wind up with a booster force. All said a no, sudden, I don't know. I haven't even crossed that river yet. But the unvaccinated, for whatever reason, it's typically something political or something along some lines that, they, that doesn't make any sense at all, is, is part of the problem because they just, they just to refuse to accept the reality of what things are. And as a result, they're dying. They are. I mean, it's it's plain and simple. There are people with the vaccine that are dying. Yeah, but it's pretty rare. In fact, it's very rare. Whereas if you're unvaccinated and you contract the COVID, you've got a pretty good chance of winding up in a hospital. And if you're in there, the chances go up a little bit that you're going to wind up on a ventilator. And if you're on a ventilator, you're probably not going to come off of it until you stop breathing and stop having a beating heart. It's just that simple. And it's all preventable. Yeah, there's still going to be people that will get sick. Yes, of course it does. But the vaccine across the board is a pretty good thing to have. That's why all the people that get all worked up about the uh, the mask, you know, how dare you wear that mask in my presence? Oh, shut up, old man. Go back to your evaporated milk and your coffee, whatever it is you're doing. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's an inside joke. Nevertheless, uh, it's not it's not strictly an American thing. I know somebody personally. I know know an elderly person who refused to get the shot because because it didn't have Donald Trump written all over it. She loved that man. She absolutely would do anything for that man. She wasn't going to get the shot because of what that man said early on. And she got the COVID. She's in her 80s. She's got it bad. It didn't kill her. Probably won't. But... She's got a long haul ahead of her. And that's what they talk about, long haul? Yeah, she's going to have some permanent damage because of what this thing can do. All of it preventable. That's the the remarkable part. So this, this whole notion of crazy talk, this is what happens. It used to be so harmless. I used to laugh at crazy talk because it would be like aliens, you know. Aliens came into my bedroom and they abducted me and they stuck things in my butthole. That was fun. It was harmless. You know. You hear you hear the, the the tabloid stuff, you know. I gave birth to Bigfoot's son, you know, Bat Boy, and all that's you know those were those were fun things, you know, or the the whole X Files. Remember the X Files? Remember the television show, on the X Files? They dabbled in that in that weird conspiracy shit, but it was fun. It was harmless. It meant nothing. None of it was real, and we all knew it. But now, X Files has turned into a documentary because people just are really buying into this really weird horse shit about foreign cabals that are shadow governments of this that and the other and it's like oh oh my god so we go back we go back to the guy sitting at his kitchen table in his brown kitchen with his avocado oven and his harvest gold refrigerator and he eats a spoonful of Vicks VapoRub every single day. He didn't seem so crazy after all, doesn't he?
0: Hi, this is Reverend Oma with the Brim Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens, and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry, starting at just ten dollars. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomclosetmemphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to The Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Know that feeling? Like every door is closing and you just can't see a way out? Being unemployed, underemployed, or just out of school can feel like that. But when you find the right tools, suddenly everything just clicks. FindSomethingNew.org offers resources that help develop new skills. Skills that can position you for careers in today's growing industries, from healthcare and manufacturing to cybersecurity and alternative energy. Find your path to a new career at FindSomethingNew.org. A message from the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radioland with Rick Cheddar.
1: One of the least-watched events that occurred over the past, I'd say, six months it was not a sporting event at all. It was, unless you really want to think of it that way, it was this COP twenty six business, right? The whole climate uh, conference that was happening uh, up in Scotland, up in uh, up in uh, uh, up, up or, or over there, <laughs> and it was people that were talking about how are we going to get out of this climate change business? What are we going to do? What, what can we do? And you know, it was a bit of a kind of a sport because they all argued with each other, and you had some people saying, "I'm not getting off a of coal." Yet some people said, I ain't getting off the gasoline thing. And yet other people said, look, that, that petroleum tit's only going to last us a little bit longer and we got to do something else. But that's just it. It got all screwed up. You know why? Because the youngest person that had anything to
0: say about it was Greta Thunberg. And you know what she said about the whole thing? For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radio Land. There you go. You heard
1: what's coming up next time on the program uh, here on uh, as we uh, cruise uh, uh, this, this this steam rolling right into the holidays. I know, right? You know, Thanksgiving's going to be here pretty quick. But god damn, is it really? What is what is today? As I look at my calendar, oh my god, we're like two weeks uh, not this Thursday, but next Thursday is Thanksgiving. God damn! And have you seen? Have you not heard of the price? I know the inflation's gone out of out of control. It's man, everything's too too expensive. Uh turkey used to be like what 40 cents a pound, you know, 30 cents a pound. It's like two bucks a pound now. Man, yeah, hey, we ain't eating turkey over here. here yeah, shit. It's gonna be some goldfish crackers and maybe a fish stick. That's that's what we're happening. We'll be, and by God, we'll be thankful of it too. I'll tell you what. <laughs> It's getting high, it's getting expensive. It's going to get nuts, but you know, hey, we'll get through it. That's what we do. It's all part of the life. We're all I know it's I know it's cliche and I'm with you. I don't like it either. We're all in this together. And and it's funny because we're not all in this together. You do realize that, right? You know, there there are people there are people out there perhaps you're one of them who makes an absolute assload of money. I don't know how you do it. I don't really care how you do it. None of my business. But the, uh, the it's it's getting to the the, the haves and the have nots. It's and we're at the we're at the we're at the threshold of this argument that the rich people get away with everything because well they got money. Oh by God, you know, Muffy and Spencer are going to have their you know their Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, they don't know. These are people that they don't they don't care how much it costs to buy a turkey. They don't care. They don't, they don't they, no they don't even, they don't even know what it's like to pay a phone bill. Think about that for a minute. People not like the rest of us, and they're in that top one half of one percent. You know, it's one. It's one of them deals. So you know, but hey, we'll be fine. By God, we'll figure out something. We ain't going nowhere. We'll be a fly in the ointment. We'll be the problem. We will be the problem for somebody else. (laughs) Kick the can down the road, as it as it were. Uh, Speaking of such uh, matters, though, I do want to get a little serious here for a moment. Um, The uh, uh, feed the blues campaign is underway. And we are rapidly approaching our 11th month with this thing. Uh, what it is, is a uh, it's a food bank that has been put together by the Memphis Blues Society and Radio Memphis. And what we've done is we've gathered a list of musicians in need. These are individuals who made their living as a working professional musician. And they've had to, well, the jobs just aren't there right now. The, you know, I know we're talking post pandemic and whatnot, but they're just not there. A lot of the clubs aren't reopening their venues uh, for uh, for performance just yet, uh, and if they are, the crowds just aren't coming around. That's this is a this is a it's a problem. It's a big problem, and um, we got a lot. We got a lot of hungry folks. We got some people that are in need, and they're usually the older ones. That's just it. These are senior citizens, and they can't, they can't make their ends meet right now. And we figured the least we could do is at least make sure they've got a little, you know, a little something in their bowl. All right, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have something in your bowl. You can't just be standing around in your kitchen with nothing in there, you know, nothing going on. And we found out that the, because uh, what 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 happens is the food that is collected is it's a it's a it's a single bag that that is delivered. It's a grocery it's a grocery bag. It's a and it's not the plastic ones. It's the paper bags. It's those big paper sacks. And uh, we fill it, and for some people that are on our list, that bag of food lasts them, or has to last them, an entire month. Think about that. Next time you go grocery shopping, do you think you could survive a whole month on one paper sack of canned goods? Some canned goods, not even there's like four or five cans in there. Maybe a bag of rice or a bag of beans. Some of those uh, instant mashed potatoes. <clears throat> bag of potato chips. If you're lucky, maybe a Snicker bar. A little something, something. Bring a smile on your face. That's what we do. And we are able to do that through the generous donations from uh, the, the people. You, 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 people. You people that are listening to this. Our fans that have uh, generously stepped up and have helped and donated. That's how it works. For a lot of us, we're already living pretty close to the bone, as it is. But uh, you know, you find that you can you can carve away a little bit from it if you set aside, say, I don't know, twenty bucks. Ten, no, ten bucks. Set aside ten bucks when you go grocery shopping. That ten bucks that you normally would buy on stuff you wouldn't really want anyway or don't really need. Oh, hey, check this out! They got this. Have you ever had this? I don't know. I might, I might hate it. I don't know. Let's buy ten dollars worth of it and see what it does. There's a lot of that that goes on. You can take that ten box, and you can help us out with it. That'll allow us to get groceries and, and necessities and non perishable, you know, a jar of peanut butter. We get, we actually get some pretty good deals through the people that have helped us with this. We're not getting it for free by any means. We have to pay for it. You know, we're, we've teamed up with Super Low. Uh, super low grocery stores here in town, here here in the Memphis area. Uh, Reed's Market down in North Mississippi that has the Piggly Wiggly and uh, a couple of other joints. Uh, they they've been helping us out. Uh, we we've been getting some help from Aldi. Uh, FedEx cares has helped us a little bit as well. But the, you know it's kind of tough for us. You know we can't just we you can only go into the well so many times before the water dries up. So, uh, what we've done is we've, uh, we've set this thing up through the Memphis Blue Society where you can go online at MemphisBlueSociety.com. And in the upper left hand corner of that, of that website, you'll see a link that will take you to the Papa Don McMinn Musicians Fund. If you click on that, you can PayPal it. Yeah. You can do a monthly, you can do a repeating thing, 10 bucks a month if you want to. Or just throw $10 in it now. It's, sometimes that's all it takes. I mean, we we like I said, we run on a pretty thin margin, and and we've got about you know forty bags we have to deal with right now, forty to forty five. The numbers. We thought we were going to be able to kill this thing, but uh, apparently not. There's too many people that are in need, and we are not going to. Um, we're not going to stop until until we're finished with it. You know what I mean? Uh, because that's that's just the way it works. I was sitting here. I, I just did some quick math. Um, it this is this is how easy this works because of our contacts and the things that we're doing. For each of the bags that goes out it costs about 12 bucks. It's about what it so if, so if you gave us if you gave us 10 bucks that's that's most of one bag of grocery right that, that, that'll that's that's one that's one person for a month. say 15 bucks there you go. If you round it up to 15 bucks and you're, you're golden. Fifteen dollars will feed a blues musician for an entire month, or a musician in general, because we do have some other people that are on our list and and I've, I've gotten to go out and uh, you know with the volunteers and and deliver some of these bags and and uh you know when, when you when you see when you see, an, when you see an older an old man break down in tears as you hand him a bag of groceries and he's crying on your shoulder because he says he thought that he had been forgotten. That's what this is about. We're getting into the season, uh, the season of, of giving, and and this is it. You know, if you could help us out, MemphisBluesSociety.com. Look for the uh, Papa Dominic Men Musicians Fund uh, link. It's a PayPal thing. You can set up that way. If you're in Memphis and you'd like to help us out as well, uh, you can do so physically. Next time you go to the grocery store, you want to set aside ten, fifteen dollars worth of stuff. Do so. Non-perishable food items only, please. Uh, gather them up, and you can deliver it to our studios at 4745 Poplar. Memphis, Tennessee. We're Suite B, 100. When you come in the, the main lobby, go downstairs. We're we're down in the lower level. Uh, you can drop them off in our in our lobby there and uh, go on about your day. And uh, it's much appreciated. It it, it really is. And uh, if you'd like to be a volunteer to help out, and so you may not have the money or the the ability to to uh, to help us out that way, you can be a volunteer and help deliver this and and uh, stuff the bags and get them out to the people that really need these things. And all that information can be found at that aforementioned address 4745 Poplar or you can uh contact Mark Caldwell over at the Memphis Blue Society or you can contact uh the uh the uh, the home office Fire Radio Studios 901 352 that number 901 352 leave us a message and we'll get back to you anyway we can uh, we can if you want to help us out we'd love to we'd love for you to do so because that's what it's all about man right on you got to you know it's not a competition. We're not trying to outdo each other. Sometimes you got to reach down and help those that are right below you or right behind you or sometimes right, right in front of you or next to you. you gotta, You got to take care of your people. And that's why I say what I always say every week right here on this show. Until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of one another. And for God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been From Radioland.